Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this, I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, pre-recording from the home bunker. Folks, whenever I have the opportunity, as I've said this week, to bring on friends of mine, genuine friends of mine to the show and friends of the show, I'm always deeply honored and pleased because it gives me an opportunity to go beyond the headlines and to, frankly, the heart of the matter, which is as you know, where I actually want to be taking this show. Wajahat Ali is a colleague. He is a friend. He is a righteous warrior for justice. And he is also my co-host on Democracy-ish, which airs on Thursdays, folks. And if you're not checking it out, you should wherever you get your podcasts. And Today's conversation with Waj, you know, I didn't want to talk about what is trending in the news, although we do bring it up. I wanted to talk to him about what it means to be a person of faith at a time when so many people are feeling so dark and to be a person of faith in a faith and religion that is demonized, even though it is billions strong. What it means to raise thoughtful, compassionate, empathetic global citizens. He has three kids. And so today's conversation is about, you know, continuing the work that we do that keeps us in the news, in the acid rain every single day. But how do we continue to hold on to our faith, our joy, our purpose? And not allow ourselves to become hardened and distant and disconnected because of the despair and the grief that we are seeing on our screens every single day. So I hope that you take from this conversation some tips and some tools to how to keep yourself spiritually and emotionally and mentally well and how to continue 
to want to be a part of the progress and the change, because that's the kind of work that we need to be doing, is recognizing our shared humanity. Coming up next, my conversation with my friend, Wajahat Ali. Folks, I am so excited whenever I get to do a crossover mashup <laughs> with some of my favorite friends. Uh, and Wajahat Ali, author of Go Back to <laughs> to Go Back to Where You Came From, uh, Daily Beast columnist, and my co-host uh, of one of my fifty eleven thousand podcasts, Democracy Ish, uh, is in the woke app house today, and I am grateful. Um, Waj, we are pre-recording this at a time when there is just devastation, grief uh, that is raining down in our country, around the world, and people are struggling. And because we happen to have decided to, for whatever fucking reason, make a career out of analyzing, <laughs> out of analyzing chaos, um. I, I want to start off with you as a human being, which is, you know, people get some idea of what it's like to bathe in acid rain on a regular basis. But that's kind of how I feel that this job has become. And I want to, you know, ask you from from whence you came mm. into this profession till now, you know, how 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 has how do you manage how are you managing through this chaos? Some people bathe in acid rain. I play slip and slide. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's I embrace it. I like bring on the toxicity, bring on the contaminated water. Um, it's one. Of, it's a good question, and it's a question which uh, really I think uh, it's a it's a question to ask many of us because so many of us who do this, uh, what we do is like masochists. We voluntarily. <laughs> hurl ourselves towards the bigots and you kind of get and it's it's important not to get numb because you want to recognize that uh you know ugliness and bigotry and hate uh should not be just tolerated right like you don't have to just take it and that's one of those things where you have to realize that you know i am a human being i have self-worth i realize that i've created this type of implicit contract with the universe that whenever you're a public figure the universe will respond. Everyone's a critic. But that doesn't mean that you have to sit there and take people's shit and abuse, right? Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. that, like, years ago as a writer, I figured it out. Like, yeah, you can give me your unsolicited opinion. And sure, you can come in and tell me how to end my play and how I should have started my article, even though you've never written anything before. Mm -hmm. And you can think I'm dumb. But uh, I don't have to sit there and indulge your ignorance, stupidity, and hate. I don't. I can uh, choose, this is a choice, folks, to ignore. And always, the recommendation I give young journalists and writers, especially those who venture to social media, I'm like, ignoring is a choice. You don't have to accept every fight you're invited to. You can say, peace out. And you need that for your mental health, and you need that for your self-worth. And there's just not enough time in the day, Daniel. The second thing is, I think there is something to be said about uh, disposition. Some people, like me, I think, are capable, not because I'm better than anyone, of taking it. I can take it. I can take a lot more than most. And a lot of stuff bounces off me. 
and I'm able to respond in a way, I don't know if you've seen my social media, where I respond like Bugs Bunny, not like Daffy Duck. Now, what do I mean by that? If you've ever seen the cartoons, folks, Bugs Bunny is always chilling in his cubbyhole. He's never bothering Yosemite Sam or Elmer Fudd. He's just like sitting, watching TV, eating his carrot. It's always Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd who are messing up Bugs Bunny's day, right? And so what Bugs Bunny does is he uses Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam's traps against him. And he also has a little fun while doing it. And so for me, Danielle, the, the strategy that I've done, and you could probably see in my tweets and Facebooks when I respond to some ignorant comments, is uh, I try to have a little fun with it. Now, people say, well, you're not going to change the bigot's opinion. I won't. But my audience right. is a global audience. And what I want to yep. show my audience is this is how you can respond to hate too. This is how we can smile during the acid rain. This mm -hmm, is where I mm -hmm. don't lose my joy. This is where I don't lose my mind. This is where I don't self-hate. Um, and I'll give you an example. Yesterday, someone forgot a comma, but I had a little fun. He was trolling me because, of course, there's the, the, the hellish chaos that's happening in Israel and Gaza right now. And so like, what to do with Hamas, Wajahat? But there was no comma between Hamas and Wajahat. And so I said, I'm not Hamas, Wajahat. I've never met him. I'm American, overweight, left-handed, Wajahat. Nice to meet you. And all these people just like had a... Like people are like, man, I needed that laugh. You're yeah. Like, yeah. So that's how I respond. And also I will say this is uh, two things. Uh, I make sure I have a space mental and spiritual where I cleave it off and I lean into what gives me joy. You know, my kids, my wife, food, whatever it is. And I recommend that for everyone. Find spaces that give you joy. And the second thing I will say is I forget sometimes, Danielle, how what you and I do uh, is not for everyone. Like I had a friend yeah. last week tell me, and he openly said, he's like, I got trolled by one person on Twitter, which led to like six tweets. It unhinged me all day. And it made me realize, oh shit, this is what you deal with all the time. And, and you asked me this question, I'll answer it. It really started with me with 9-11. The first time I got told to go back to where you came from, was when I was 21 years old, Yep. a student leader at MSA. My email was on the Cal Muslim Student Association website. And guess who got all the hate mail? And it's been like that every day, ever since. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I think that it is extraordinary, one, to be able to slip and slide in acid rain. The imagery of that, we need to have somebody draw that cartoon. <laughs> Um, and you as Bugs Bunny just makes me, that brings me joy. Um, but being able to essentially have, not like Teflon Dawn, uh, but to actually have like real thoughtfulness in how you make a choice, a conscious decision not to take on other people's shit, right? That you can, because what I feel happens with times that we are living in that feel like you're just inundated everywhere you go is that you forget that you can turn it off. You forget that you can walk away from the fights that are beckoning you. You forget that you don't have to have the news on for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that you can choose something else. And I think that you and I talked about this, you know, last week on Democracy Ish, where we talked about Choosing humanity, mm. right? Choosing humanity above all else. It seems like a really old and kind of cliche thing to say, but it's like when you look around and all things are going to hell, like literally hell in a handbasket, I don't think that you can choose anything other than humanity right. because the darkness, like, will just take hold of you. So, you know, for you, you talked about you know, finding joy through your children, through your faith. And I want to give you an opportunity to talk about that faith, to mm -hmm. talk about, you know, because you are a very faithful Muslim. You are a practicing Muslim that are raising three children, you know, in a country that does not love you. Mm. Um, and and in a in a world where there are billions that practice but it is a religion that has been demonized. Yeah. So, so what does it mean to hold on to to a faith? Yeah. And to be so faithful, um, with a religion that has been placed in being synonymous, right, with terrorism and hate. So, <clears throat> I, some dark humor. There's a joke I do with my Muslim friends, and they just shake their head, but they laugh. Anytime you hear about like someone converting to Islam, especially after nine eleven, I'm like. Why do you choose the losing team? <laughs> are you sure about this? Uh, there are other world religions, you know, and they laugh. And then I'm like, I'm very suspect. You know, 
like, are you really Muslim or are you representing some like law enforcement? Because why would you want to join us, especially in America after 9-11? Some dark humor. Um, exactly, because you're part of a, I think you said it in a, one of your videos, which I laughed, the big three. Like, oh, the yeah, big the three. big three. The big three. <laughs> it reminded me like of like, the like ice cubes and the offshoot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we got the Jews, we got the Christians, we got the Muslims, <laughs> like the Hindus, like, what about me? Like, nope, not you, nope, on the not bench. You. Not you, on the bench. Not you right now. <laughs> not right now. I was like, how about five or years? No, no, no. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, the interesting thing is, first and foremost, I'm very cognizant as to why there is a rise in the nuns, N-O-N-E-S, not N-U-N-E-S. It's because organized religion, the way it has been practiced and the way it has been abused, um, young generations, Danielle, even millennials, they're like, we don't want this. Why do we yeah. want to bring in uh, a, such a toxic force that has brought us so much pain and misogyny and racism and homophobia and cruelty? We're done with it. Now, yeah. what's so yeah. fascinating is... With the rise of the nuns, which freaks out the big three, by the way, I always tell the big three folks, some, my, my fellow uh, believers, I'm like, first of all, understand why people are leaving, right? Secondly, mm -hmm. when they're leaving, this is what's fascinating, and an answer to your question, people are still surging, Daniel. It's not yeah. like they're, yep. they're, people are, so they'll go to yoga, they'll go to CrossFit, yep. they'll go yep. to Coachella, they'll go to Burning Man. And when yep. you really like go like investigate, look, what's, what's at the root of this? Human beings need connection. I was talking to a friend of mine who, who's a psychiatrist, uh, very well educated in the Bay Area. And I asked him recently, uh, you know, about two weeks ago, I said, what do most people come to you with? He says, you know, there are people who have everything. They have the money, they have the zip code, they have the job. Picture perfect family, they don't have contentment. They have anxiety, unrest, depression. So I'm like, what's the root cause of it? And he goes, people just need connection. They need something firm, something to ground themselves with, something to, you know, to feel something sincere with someone or something. And this is why, for me, I do believe in God. That's what's so funny. People are like, your politics are very progressive, but you're like a traditional Pakistani uncle at home. You're like three kids, you're a teetotaler, you've gone to Hajj, you pray. I'm like, it is very funny. For me, it gives me a connection and rootedness to something bigger than myself. It allows me to connect to a force that allows me to recognize that in the grand scheme of things, I'm but what? Nothing. Uh, yeah. It makes yeah. me realize that if you take away the divisions and, and the externalities, we're all part of one collective goop. You know, everyone has a spirit. Everyone has a soul. Uh, it lets you tap into our collective humanity. It allows me to think outside of myself mm -hmm. and, and that there's something greater, Danielle, than me. There, yeah. there, there is a purpose to my life. There is limited time. And what do I do with that time? How do I choose to live my life and to exercise and flex the privileges that I've been given, right? And then the last thing it is, it's, it, it really deals with a mindset uh, mm -hmm. for me. And so I can choose to be miserable or I can choose to invest in joy. I can choose to see what the, the lack of everything or I could choose to see what's in front of me. I could choose to be grateful or I could choose to be miserable. And for me, that's what uh, that perspective, Daniel, is what has helped me uh, navigate much of the, you know, crazy shit that's happened in life that you know about that, you know, for me, it's given me that peace of mind and, and peace of soul. And, and at the end of the day, what I'll, I'll end with this is, you know, I've never proselytized because I think it's a very personal relationship between a person and God. 
And that's why I don't care if you well, do what you do, what you got to do. But for me, I always tell people this, like, how do you know if God exists? I'm like, I don't know. But what I do know is I have limited time on this earth. <laughs> and with the time that I have, this makes me a better person. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, <clears throat> I respect that so much as somebody who was not brought up in the church. I, I opted out of church when I was 10. My grandparents were taking my sister and I. They were Protestants. They were taking my sister and I. And I said to my mother, you know, it just doesn't feel. And I was 10. And I'm like, it just doesn't feel right. And mm. I don't really want to go, but I don't want to upset grandma and grandpa. And she said, I'll talk to them. And what I have found is that for me, organized religion has always been very dogmatic in the things that you couldn't do, right? Yeah. And I think that, you know, it was always like, you know, if you're a woman, you have to act like this. You know, you have to have babies. You have to wear a skirt. You have to be docile. You have to, and it was always very prescriptive. Mm. And I thought, you know, this universe, this this world that we're living in is so massive, right? Like the God that I believe in, which I do, doesn't believe in 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 restriction right like 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 why would you create a universe that is so boundless and so beautiful to tell people don't smell that flower smell this one don't talk you know don't pet that dog pet this one yeah. right and so what i have come to understand is that it is it's it's man is the problem you know like it isn't it isn't the it isn't spirit it isn't god it isn't the universe it is it's the way that I view politics, right? Like I believe in government for and by the people. I believe that there is a way to build a society that has humanness at the center of it, right? Not privilege, not greed. And so when you look, when you detach like the 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 dogma from like what the belief structure is that all people should be able to exist free of harm you know, um, and, and be able to like enjoy the bounty uh, in their in their lives. It's just like what dis what stops that from happening? Right. Like and and so for me, the, the 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 friction has always been with the the manipulation uh of scripture, what I mean, plug in whatever religion you want versus the actual source because there was some there's some guy who uh, I think his name is Matthew Cook uh, and he's a writer and a director and he's, you know, all over social media. And he did this, you know, beautiful video where he was just like, if you look at everyone's text, it all formulated from this same, literally the yeah. same place, yeah. but literally the same ideas. Yeah. Right. Of fasting for clarity, of wanting to center the least among us. Right. So it isn't it wasn't the idea that was that, you know, that the ideas are the same. It's it's the interpretation that has been contorted. And so I always, you know, I find myself and I'll ask you this now, even though you are uh, a traditional Pakistani Muslim uncle, <laughs> um, which is, you know, how has your faith and the way that you are also raising your children, if it has at all changed, shifted mm. over the last few years? You know, so I always tell people, why are you, <clears throat> exactly what you said, why are you so surprised that people are leaving when all they've witnessed is abuse uh, and prescriptions that pretty much tell them, don't do anything, and if you do it, you'll go to hell? Are you shocked? If you are teaching religion as a way 
that instead of being a shield that protects the most marginalized, it's a sword. Mm. In particular, attack women and the marginalized. And it unleashes nothing but cruelty and makes people miserable. There's no joy. There's no benefit in it. <laughs> There's no joy. Like, what's your cell? Your cell is do this or you'll go to hell. And it doesn't stick with people, Danielle. And I've seen mm-hmm. what, I, what I've seen is when religion is promoted and pushed that way, and it is in the big three oftentimes, a lot of my friends, you know, and they, when they get older in their 30s and 40s, and, and their soul needs to be nourished. Yeah. They need yep. hope. They need joy. They, they need something uh, esoteric. Simply saying, don't do this or else, it just doesn't fill the void, the void, the emptiness. And what we're seeing now is this crisis of emptiness, of apathy, of, of nihilism, of cynicism, of uh, lack of connectedness. And I think this is where, like you said, the source of it all is a profound spiritual source where if you really think about it, <clears throat> all of us literally come like even the primordial soup, we all came, like we all got star stuff in us, right? Yeah. And this yeah. is where I think the core of it is, is how do you maintain the particularities of your religion, but don't let that get in the way of appreciating and indulging and investing in our shared humanity, yep. right? Our shared humanity. And what, what, you're, what you're articulating is where religion actually, instead of allowing us to expand ourselves and to be generous and to invest in our shared humanity, it puts yep. up walls. That's a kafir, disbeliever, fasik, mushrik, aggressor, pervert, you know, me, 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 me here. And let me uh, con- uh, uh, construct a small cocoon and live in that cocoon forever, which is what we're seeing more and more in the United States of America, especially with disinformation. So for my children, what me and my wife do very deliberately is we live in a very diverse neighborhood. Our neighbors, their best friends are uh, Ethiopian Americans. Their other best friends are, I just found out yesterday, actually conservative never trumper republicans who are evangelical christians white my kids are the brown kids you've heard my home before every time we record like 800 children in our home (laughs) (laughs) our home is that like neighborhood home like yesterday like like there's like from 6 to 8 30 i look at my house there's like seven kids just going wild and i'm like all right that's great and so what we tell our kids is we are raising you muslim but know that not everyone is muslim you are pakistani not everyone is pakistani your job is to be the best version of yourself, but also be respectful to everyone else, right? Don't look down on people. You know, the, my, my son went to a preschool and there were two moms. And I, we've, I, we've talked about this. We're now like all these religious communities like LGBT, the butt sex, the trans, what's happening? And then what we did, my son was four and now he's nine. But like we literally said, hey, Ibrahim, you know that your friend who came over and his two moms, you know? Uh, every family is different. Some people have two moms. Some people have one mom. Uh, some some people are biracial. But, you know, you just be respectful to people and you understand that the world is big that way. And you know what? My four-year-old son goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> Kids have this capacity oh, of innocence and generosity that we, we we get hardened, Danielle, as we get older. So so what we're trying to cultivate is this elasticity, this, this expansion you know, be centered and grounded in who you are, be proud of who you, who you are, but don't let that be used as a cudgel against anyone mm. else, right? And I've said to him, and having lived this life as a, oftentimes a token Muslim in a climate where we are condemned, even right now, I have to condemn violent acts done by Hamas, even though I'm born and raised in America. We're all lumped together. I say the choice is if people are cruel to you, do you choose to respond with kindness or cruelty? 
if people are miserly, do you choose to expand yourself to be generous? And just because everyone else is like that doesn't mean you have to be either. You can be the model of a good, decent, generous human being who is firm and true to your roots, is never embarrassed or ashamed about it, but also invites the kid next door to come to our home for shelter and food. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Oh, Wajahat. We're so trying. good. You, I mean, you're not trying. You're actually doing and creating, hopefully, you know, wonderful, thoughtful, global citizens mm-hmm. that are rooted in their own practice, spirit, and self, and can see, like, the love um, and compassion in other people that don't look like them, that don't pray like them, that don't love like them. Um, that's the goal. That's, you know, that's the goal. And it, and it, I think that this will help people understand that everything is a choice. Mm-hmm. Every, every moment in our lives, we have a choice. We can choose to be kind. Yeah. We can choose to be loving. We can choose, you know, or, or we can pickle in spite, mm. you know, and, and, and hatred. And this is coming from somebody who, you know, carries around a mustard seed of hope. But I tell I, you know, but I I tell people like this is this is a journey because if rage alone, if anger alone was going to uh, was going to be the answer, then all of the doors would have been unlocked by now. Right. Um, That's it's not it's not the answer. And so um, I appreciate you so very much. Um, and I'm just, you know, so thankful of the way that you are raising your beautiful children and family, um, and for the work that you're doing and for, right. you know, no, being, the, being the Bugs Bunny to, you know, to the Yosemite Sam. You know why? Because our people, and I'm talking about the people who, um, have oftentimes been on the wrong side of privilege, uh, and who have not been seen as the real American who have to always prove our loyalty. And I'm talking about any person of color, if you're poor, indigenous, Muslim, uh, right now it's the T's, but LGBTQ, right? The model that we've been given, I want to end on this oftentimes, is rage, anger, pain. And our kids see that. And our kids see that. And our kids would be like, you know what? 
I don't want that. I'm going to tap out. And so I want my kids and that generation to be like, oh, Baba tried. I mean, he was kind of weird and old and overweight, but he tried. And and he still had joy and he still loved our mama and he played with us. And there is a way to live this life with purpose and intentionality and fight the good fight, but also not give up your vanity and not give up your smile. And I think that's a better story and a better model for our kids. Um, and, And that's the one that I want to impart. Thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate you every single day. And folks, if you're not listening to us on Democracy-ish, you're missing all of these jewels and Wajahat's movie phone voice and all of his uh, Pakistani uncle jokes. It's amazing. Appreciate you. It's one of Daniel's 436 podcasts he records every week. This is totally abnormal, right? That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart and I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.